Pastor, I want to share with me a sermon that this 12 inch drop from your head to your heart is often this very long distance. Uh, it's the distance between knowing and simply like knowing in a way that kind of changes your actions. Uh, for those that don't know, I was raised in a Christian household. Uh, I accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior on March 11, 1997. Um, it's written in the little like margin of my child's like, picture Bible. Um, and when you grow up in the church, there's a lot of things you take for granted when knowing Jesus is just a default. So church was always a normal thing for me. Uh, for me. My mom would even find local churches for us to attend when we were like, traveling for vacation. Uh, and when you're in church week in and week out, you learn the stories of God. You learn about the brokenness of his people, his reconciliation to man, and the death and resurrection of Jesus. And the hope that we can now live in knowing that our sins are paid for. And these things are things that you just know. Um, don't get me wrong, it's an amazing blessing to know these things and never really doubt them. But it's also very easy to see God move um, or in tangible ways to people's lives more drastically and to become jealous of those things. Uh, because to me, God is my God, but He's not really my God. Sure, He's this personal God that loves and cares for me that I've learned so much about in church. But he's not my God. He's not that one thing, that one thing to tell people how God has changed my life. Uh, and that can very easily be the end of my story, except for it wasn't the end of the story that God had for me. So I've been incredibly blessed to be surrounded by people that challenge me in my walk with God. Uh, my family, my friends, my home group, this church. They challenge me in my prayer life, they challenge me to spend more time in God's Word. It's these people that God has been providing for me throughout the years and years of just growing up in the church. And so over the past several years, I've been able to dive deeper uh, in the Word. In home groups, I have been able to prayer meetings that grow my understanding of just the power of prayer. I have been to worship sessions that teach me about bringing authentic worship to the feet of our Creator. I've had numerous late night conversations with friends, uh, often post home group and, and on work night, uh, that bring me sometimes overwhelming challenges of following God at a very realistic, very actionable steps that I can change and take my day-to-day life. And it's through these things uh, and just in the fellowship with others that I've grown to know more and more about this God in my service. It's a God whose glory is indescribable, whose worthiness I'm unable to even fathom, whose sovereignty exists uh, despite and even amidst the brokenness of this world. Uh, He's a God that is so great and so powerful and mighty and holy. And as you sit in the presence of the greatness of God, uh, very quickly begin to realize that you're not great you are. Uh, so recently we've been studying Romans in home group, and Romans Paul presents this good news of what Jesus has done. Uh, and yet we see the people have somehow missed it. And being focused on judging others based on the law, they failed to see that they themselves fell short of fulfilling the law. And so I realized that I was like one of them. Because you see, the more and more you begin focusing on the worthiness of God, more than I recognize my own depravity. And the very hypocrisy that I claimed to not have, since I was not like those other Christians, um, I began to see myself. And I claimed to know that only God can judge, and yet I found myself judging people that did not call themselves Christian, and even people that called themselves Christian and uh, just did not live out Christianity the same way I did. And the worst part is that I would judge them for the very same selfishness, lust, idolatry, jealousy, and, and all these things that God began to feel in my own heart. Don't think you're self-centered, just start getting a relationship and very quickly realize how self-centered you really are. 
I would live a life where I want my needs met first, where I would choose the best portion, and if you miss out, let's do better. But I learned very quickly that it was, for me, this hypocritical, self-centered, idolatrous person, that this unfathomably worthy God chose to send his son to die for. For me. So now, I can say that I'm adopted into God's family. I can say that to me. I can call him Father. And I'm no longer worried that I can't find that one thing to shrink God down um, just so that I can be my God, because I'm no longer focused on that. I'm more focused that this Almighty God will call me His. And so as I sat in this, these things that I began to know would slowly make that focus drop from my head to my heart. And I can now live a new life free from my sin. Whereas Romans 6 4 says, We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead, the glory of the Father 